0: podcast and channel I'm your host Neftasar and in today's episode we are talking aging with divine feminine beauty and how you can really embrace your aging process here on earth but the divine feminine essence that's within you as it develops and grows throughout that period because actually it doesn't diminish it becomes expansive and becomes even more beautiful over time, if you want to use that concept, so before I get started, don't forget to like and subscribe this channel. We're Divine Feminines on YouTube and all major podcast platforms that's Apple, Spotify, Google, and we're also on TikTok and Instagram. And that's Divine Feminines with a Z at the end. Why like and subscribe this channel? Where we talk all great things to become your best self mind, body, and soul empowerment. We talk moon cycles, moon manifestation how to just really harness your energy, balance your masculine and feminine energy and really become your true authentic self. So I'm sure there's something in it for all of you, both men and women are welcome here. So welcome back to all of my lovely loyal subscribers and a big warm welcome to anyone that's joining for the first time and I hope you enjoy this episode. So divine feminine energy, you've heard me talk about it a lot and i've talked about you know the distortions bringing it into balance and the dark feminine and the light feminine within feminine energy and i've mentioned many times that divine feminine energy exists within both men and female because it is the yin to the yang masculine and feminine exists in all of our earth and in everything and within men and women now within women and females divine feminine energy is a little bit more prominent of course it would be it's innate in us but it is existing in all species in all men and women right and divine feminine energy is that radiance it's that beauty it's that nurturing energy intuition it's creativity it's very much associated with the left brain it's the receptive it's the it's the sort of what you don't see it's a it's a benevolent power and i talk a lot about when we're manifesting that we cannot manifest just purely with our masculine energy because yes there is an element of doing but there's an element of letting go and surrendering and allowing and that is very much uh reflective in that feminine energy but when it comes to beauty and I won't deny my age no one really believes me but I'm 40 and I'm very happy to be 40. I actually think but I'm doing better as I go along in time and I look better than I did in my 20s and that's crazy but when I look at photos and everything the, what I'm seeing is not an outer beauty. Yes I do feel like my outer beauty is changed in some way but it's because of the internal processes that's happening within me and then what radiates from me it's my energetic aura it's my flow it's what I emit it's my radiance but it's coming from within and a lot of that is to do with work with healing with releasing old outdated patterns with really changing mindset and with that I feel that a lot of that internal harvesting of new mindset new New alignment and letting go of outdated behaviors, patterns, and even just suppressive ways of thinking. Feeling like I need to look like this, I need to be like this, and starting to embrace who you really are and loving the internal sides of you, loving what cannot be seen on the outside, loving what can, what you really know of you and who what makes you. And I feel that that's what's actually helped me to really just stand in my authenticity and be who i am now some would argue that 40 years old is really young and i i still think it's really young but we'll have some listeners here some of you might be in your 20s some of you might be in your 30s some of you might be embarking on your 40s i do believe that it's one of the best moments in life uh, personally i'd like to hear if anyone else thinks the same but even equally those that are you of you going into your 50s or 60s This episode, I feel, will be relevant to all of you. Now, some of my um, more mature feminines might be like, I get it, Steph, I understand, but some might not. And especially when you're getting into your late 30s, going into your 40s, there's a real transformation because women go through their menopause, there's a big bodily change in terms of hormones, and that can be quite difficult emotionally and hormonally, and um, in terms of your physical presence and how you look and how you feel and you may feel that some of your gifts or the purpose of being a woman on earth to have a baby and to give life is being removed from you but actually it's a very interesting alchemy process that is transforming over time because as females we come and actually yes we are here to create just like the men and yes we are givers of life and we we bear the the baby and we give birth to 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 new life but that does not need to to feel like it's stopping when we're going through stages and changes of menopause and aging in that way. Why? Because actually in ancient cultures, uh, very um, significant of Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine teachings shows that actually a woman's purpose of creativity doesn't actually stop through the sort of art, okay, she cannot give birth anymore, she's not having children anymore. Her purpose doesn't stop, it actually transforms and becomes even more heightened to a creative energy of her soul. She starts to create more for her soul and for um, the energy that is around her and what she shares with the collective, with the earth. And this is a very powerful shift, and that is going to be more prominent with the ages of 60 onwards. So This is a different creative energy. And so for us that may have not not there yet, we might not understand. And for some of you that are around those age groups, you might start to become familiar with this, especially if you're in tune with yourself and you're really trying to connect with yourself. I think that those feminines that are listening to this episode right now will very much be on that journey of really oneness and really coming into connection with your own center, with who you truly are. I'm really trying to discover and You know, unleash your inner beauty and inner self because the world only really sees a fragment of who we are think about social media talking about it the other day but you know we see things of people on social media and i'm not really a big fan of it but obviously it has it has its vices and it has its purpose it helps me put this out helps me promote it and i get more more of the right uh, souls to join the tribe to be part of this movement which is amazing but it also has its negative moments because it shows limited aspects of people's lives mainly just the good times not the bad times also shows quite fake images of women looking a certain way or a set image of a woman and everyone's thinking that they need to aspire to be like that and even if they're not thinking that consciously they're thinking it subconsciously or there's there's an ingrained sort of in the back of the mind thinking, oh, I need to kind of conform to this because this is what society is showing me. And that can be really hard because divine feminine beauty is actually the beauty that exists within. Like I said before, divine feminine energy is the nurturing energy, the intuition, the power within, the real connection to self, self self-love, dark feminine, being able to understand your shadow. That's not something that can be seen it's not something that you can wear as an outfit and then go take a picture and someone's like oh yeah 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 you that's that divine feminine outfit no me wearing a bikini and wearing a nice goddess outfit with some beads on my head and some really nice crystals and jewels does not make me radiate divine feminine energy yes it might look very nice but if i'm not radiating and cultivating it from it within those things are just accessories They're, they're accessorial to a to a one point in time photo that has been taken and does not depict who I am or what I'm really harnessing within, so that divine feminine energy from within and the beauty is is something that actually cannot be seen. Have you ever and a really good way to frame this is like, what What do you mean, Steph? What do you mean by this? How can you tell? Have you ever been around a female, regardless of age, and sometimes it could mainly be the older females and I won't say older in terms of age maybe even more wiser because they've basically been more astute to the changes and transformations and been able to do a lot of that inner work and the shadow work so as you've been around these these females or you've experienced it you can't even put your finger on it but you just want to be around them they are just so magnetic they are so They don't have to do anything, they don't even have to say anything, just them being present. And in their energy, it just makes you feel calm, makes you feel the love, makes you feel the divinity and that power. And power doesn't come with loudness, it doesn't come with boldness. True power is that soft warrior where silence and space is actually the most powerful thing. And divine feminine energy actually is very, integral to space to silence to just being and you may have been around family members females you work with friends uh, aunties uh, whatever um, older female figures and i'm saying older but i don't want to necessarily say it's only older because and i'm not trying to be self-absorbed when i say this but and i know i'm not but i'm just i don't know why i'm even saying it but when I'm around certain people, they actually really like being around me and I don't even have to say anything. It's sometimes just me being around them. They feel calm, they feel, they just feel the good vibe energy. I don't really have to say much, but when I do, it helps maybe in some ways, but I don't need to. And I noticed that that is also innate in the healing energy of the divine feminine. Now I've been doing a lot of work within, like I've said, so I can be very confident And comfortable in my presence I have that confidence and that understanding of who I really am so when I'm around others they feel that they feel that energy and it's maybe not always so obvious to them that they're feeling it but they just know they like to be around it I work with many people I have clients that sometimes I'm not even it's not even about the work I'm delivering but they just feel the presence of me there and my genuine concern consideration and appreciation for working with them, but just being there and making sure that things are moving forward. I don't have to be all, okay, and we're doing this and we're doing that. Sometimes I don't even have to do that. I just need to listen to them, just be there with them, help them see certain things. And I know that there's a lot of that that's in the energy. So with the beauty side of things, it's all bundled into one. That, what I'm saying is that energy, that feeling of when you've been around someone, especially a female, and you just you just love it, It just feels warm it feels loving it feels it just feels it actually feels beautiful you know when you sit in a room and aesthetically that room is just lovely and for me aesthetically would be there's loads of plants the wall colors and the scheme are really like nice and vibrant and it's a very eco-friendly type of room so the things in the room are very planet friendly and they're very much, uh, there's very much a high vibration. You can smell Palo Santo, you can smell fresh flowers. That for me is a really peaceful, loving, beautiful room, but there's physical things in there. So imagine feeling that feeling, but you're just there. So that's what I mean. Now it's hard because like I said, society is talking about beauty as in, and always promotes beauty as the outside. You see beauty products, you see makeup, You see all of these things. You see, you know, do your hair a certain way. Now, I've said before that in order for us to feel confident and really be in our center, we have to feel and look good. Because you know, if you don't, if you don't look, if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, then that's you're kind of you're in the wrong place, right? You need to you need to love what you see in the mirror. So I don't put down anyone that wears makeup. I don't I don't think it's a bad thing, but I do think that there needs to be a comfortable and healthy relationship with the use of it if you're always looking to use it and you feel uncomfortable and insecure without it then that is something to work on you know try to like let go of using it all the time have moments on the weekends where you don't wear it I don't ever wear it I'm gonna come closer to the to the screen where you can see my imperfections because there are some and a few little wrinkles and a few little things but I don't wear it and I don't feel the need to wear it. I should t- try to wear it once in the last few years and I was like, what am I doing? This, I feel, I look fake. So through, I think I've stopped wearing it now for four years, going on to five years. And I love it, I love the journey because it's really made me really love myself because I'm not too bothered about what's going on, on the outside. Now, I do do a lot of skincare routines. I do look after my skin. I do make sure I'm doing techniques to but I also appreciate and understand that there's a part of me that's aging and I'm not going to always look the same. I just have to embrace and love what I see and work on the internal me because, you know, you can't go wrong with the internal side of you. Because the more and more you cultivate it, the more and more you work on your internal reality, your external reality just becomes even more beautiful, more harmonious. And and your experiences with people, just your experience with life becomes even more softer smoother and effortless and then that's the word it's effortless so how can you cultivate beauty within you that's effortless because putting on makeup is a bit of an effort you know wearing certain clothes and taking ages like if you're taking two hours to get ready in the morning you've lost the plot And I'm saying it quite overtly. I'm saying you've lost the plot because it should be about that. It should be, how can you get ready in like half an hour, 40 minutes, let's say. And I'm giving a timing because this might help some of you or even 30 minutes that you just quickly have a shower, you wash your face, you put some clothes on and bish bish bosh, you're out. If you're there spending two hours to get ready because you've got to do your makeup, your hair and you've got to decide what to wear, you're making too much of an effort for an external presence that you hold on this earth. So try to find that balance. That's a good way to sort of ask yourself what you know what what you could maybe deem as this is overdoing it and I need to bring it back down to earth or bring it back down to your heart space. Look, when it comes to doing your hair as well, I'm a big I like hair. Look, I've been doing multiple different hairstyles, but a lot of I do that, I do this because this is effortless. I do it once. And then I can leave it like this for ages. So when I'm getting up in the morning, I'm not too focused on it, but yeah, it makes me feel and look good, great. But it doesn't, I don't need to have it, right? To to, to embrace my beauty. I will take breaks, I'll have my normal hair out. But my hair is great. I have a lot of gray hair here. And you probably can see it in the camera. I have a lot of grey hair that comes around the edges. I actually got some grey hairs in my 20s, and I was shocked. Some of you may have not got grey hairs till your 30s, maybe even your 40s. It's also hereditary, it's also dependent of where you live in the world, what you eat, um, melatonin levels, um, melatonin, melanin levels, sorry, maybe melatonin levels, but um, melanin levels as well in the body, that if you've got less levels, especially if you live in colder countries, you're probably more likely to get grey hairs quicker and sooner. but it also can be hereditary. But how do you embrace that? I mean, I, I still dye my hair and I'm not gonna deny it because for me, I'm like, well, I, I'm not gonna grow my hair all fully gray right now. And I've got some friends, I know some friends, and I know of older women that have done a fantastic job of just embracing the whole thing because actually they've started to groom their hair and allow it to grow silver over time and it looks stunning and it really suits them. And I actually think that I probably could do it one day um, but I'm not ready to do it, and it's not because I'm def- denying my beauty. Um, I quite like my hair dark, and I quite like that look on me, so I'm allowing it, but by doing these hairstyles, I just allow myself to not have to do too much maintenance because it's growing gray underneath, and it, I don't you don't really see it that often, so I don't have to keep doing it. But yeah, that's pro- you could argue, Steph, why don't you just accept your grays and just roll with it? But I'm not having to go out of my way too much, to have to do it so for me I'm at it doesn't really make a big take out a big chunk of my time it doesn't make me um go out of my way and at the same time I'll still rock my grays sometimes um and I'm not insecure about it so there's been many a times where I've got grays but I don't I personally don't like the look of it so there's a personal preference I'm like Meh, I don't like it so I'm just gonna so this is some of you might be going well Steph that's the way I feel about makeup I don't like not wearing makeup, So, what, but all I'm saying is make sure that it doesn't eat up too much of your time and your focus to a point that it makes you feel insecure or it makes you feel like you're having to do it to fit in, okay? I'm not doing what I'm doing to fit in. I don't even look like anyone I know in my, in, in my close proximity of people that I interact with. I'm very unique. I look very much like me, whatever that is meant to be for me. So ask yourself, are you embracing your uniqueness of how you look? You know, I don't... I go to the gym, I work out, I look after myself, but I've got a few little rolls of fat and like my belly gets bloated and I've got a few you know, lines here and there. It is what it is. And I didn't have that because I'm getting older. I had that from younger days and it's also what you eat and how you look after your body. And also we all have different body shapes. So some of us will put on weight in certain places. Some of us has a different shape. Some of us will have big hips maybe we have long necks or we have wide wide waists or really skinny waists um, big uh, big uh, behinds or whatever it is or really chunky arms and that is kind of our body shape of course you can go to the gym of course you can shape your body in some ways but that again shouldn't become an obsession Because, you know, and I'm sure you guys have seen it, that you see people that they go to the gym and they're actually, that is just now, they're obsessed with looking a certain type of way. There is an insecurity there. There is no real embracing of who you really are. And there's probably a lot of misconnection or disconnection, should I say, correct myself, disconnection with that internal version of you and who you really are, like what makes you who you are, your emotions, your feelings, your personality, your characteristics, your traits, um, you know what really makes you tick inside not what how you look on the outside and how many times you've gone to the gym that week and what you're eating and how you're cutting down on your calories and all of that I mean yes it's important to stay healthy but again ask yourself what is your relationship to fitness and are you doing none of it so that's a bit of a concern because you should you should look after your body or are you doing so much of it that you've become a little bit obsessed and like now you're having to go to the gym every day, every every day of the week or even every other day of the week but you need to be there for two hours because if you're not, you're not going to look a certain way. Like ask yourself what that internal conversation is. What's the dialogue within? What are you telling yourself? And journal it, you know, like write down the word beauty in a journal and say to yourself, what does beauty mean to me? And when, it, when you're coming out, when you come out with these different terms of what beauty means to you then write further drill down sort of words phrases of what that means so if it's like beauty means to you you know really nice hair okay what does that mean and then ask yourself what's my relationship when when it comes to my hair and then ask yourself what does beauty mean to me within and am i cultivating it and then you might go go, i don't know what it means from within so then that is an area for you to start to embrace Now, the reason why I'm saying all of this is because the more that you start to embrace the internal beauty within, it's not that you will let the external go and you won't be maintaining yourself and you you look like you just woke up and you dragged yourself out of bed because you wanna look after yourself, of course you do, and be presentable. But the more you're harnessing and cultivating the internal beauty within, a lot of the rest starts to kind of really blend and manifest in a way. Through your energy, through your aura, through how people feel you, and how you feel yourself, you feel your space, and you start to feel that aur- aura that you're creating. But your field—that's the word I wanted to use—your field. You start to really feel your field and what you're cultivating within your field because of this center point. So ultimately, this this aging with divine feminine beauty is a beautiful process and i think the more that we start as women to promote that and encourage it within the women that we're with our sisters in our circles really trying to you know if if you notice that another female is getting quite caught up on her her ways of how she looks and stuff maybe maybe say something but don't tell them what to do of course just say it with a kind compassionate suggestion maybe give them some some Food for thought, because our, our fertility, you know, like I said, is always growing just because we may stop having children and we create for the earth and we create for our families does not mean that we, we stop creating because we start to create for ourselves. And there's so much that we can create that benefits us and the people around us, because the more we, well, I've said this before, we are not on this earth to just come here and consume. And that's where a lot of people get caught into the 3D because they're getting caught into just consumption. And unfortunately, society, the media, and the powers that be uh, have created a matrix system that enforces this, just come and be subservient and do as you're told and just consume what we give you and just be a consumer to everything. I mean, everything's being sold to us in every moment of the day, whether it's actually a transactional sell or if it's just a storyline or a new flipping fobbed off story like fake facade or illusion, but it's being sold to us, right? It's being fed to us and we're consuming. So a good way to measure how much you're consuming versus creating is to just look at yourself and see, are you using your creative gifts? And you don't have to be out there being a musician or an artist, but are you allowing yourself to create? And that could be through making foods or making new kind of recipes and sharing those gifts and sharing those what you've made. Maybe it's writing, maybe it's singing, maybe it's dancing, maybe it's actually painting. And you don't have to be a big artist, but what are you doing that is creative and that is actually creating something through your gifts and that you're sharing with the world? Um, So ask yourself that. And I do believe that we can then allow ourselves as we're creating, that aligns very nicely with the manifestation of creating the life of our dreams. So when you can really ride that horse, let's say, of creation, you call in a lot of the manifestations that you have in your heart because it's synonymously dancing with the art of yin and yang um, that you are creating, but you're also letting go and you're being with yourself. So think about that because that is your Divine Feminine Energy. It is that receptivity, it is that creativity. It also is that moment of silence, that moment of allowing space and expansion. And as I said, we are all going to age in our body. This is inevitable. So the more that we embrace that and accept that that is a thing and we don't put too much focus on it, the more we can allow ourselves to create in our Divine Feminine Energy through the aging process and embrace it, and, and, and allow that expression of our divine feminine to come out in other ways that were not seen in the past from our journey on earth because our outer shell will begin to reflect time. This is the beauty that you all possess, my ladies, feminines out there, and yes, I'm not forgetting the men, but you all possess it within and you have the ability to really allow that to flourish and show up differently in this world, in this earth and allow that legacy of that divine feminine energy to flourish and continue beyond your time here on earth to the other feminines in our younger generations. So with that being said, I'd like to thank you for listening to this lovely episode, which I've enjoyed so much, and I hope it's been of use to you. And if you've got anything to say, comments, feedback, please leave a comment. And don't forget to like and subscribe this channel. Until the next time, I'm sending you peace, love, light, and abundance. Mwah, 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 mwah. Bye, everyone.